This podcast is supported by Conspiracy Unlimited. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. Now you can hear Richard on his podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. Political intrigue and subterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, and more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Conspiracy Unlimited, following the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. See this fall, it's an idea so cutting edge, only the fine network that brought you Alf in 1986 could come up with it. You love crime dramas, you love medical dramas, and you love singing competitions. Now you're going to love Dr. Detective Diva. That's right, coming to NBC this fall. It's a singing competition with a twist. All the contestants are female detectives and the judges are medical doctors. No singer has ever been more scrutinized than when they're evaluated by a certified brain surgeon from the United Kingdom named Edmund Baum Gardner Buckingham III. Your vocal diagnosis, negative. Coming to NBC this fall, it's Dr. Detective Diva. The mystery has been solved. You need a prescription of competitive vocal fun. Dr. Detective Diva, only on NBC. Well, folks, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, we've got a great episode today. This is the second half of our uh, double feature, starring one Jake Wilburn. Jake, welcome. Man, I am so glad to be here. Love it. Yes. You're the backbone of America. Did you know that, Jake? <laughs> you know what, Jack? You podcasters yes. are this America's backbone. Yes. <laughs> Producer Phil. Podcast producers are America's backbone. That's right. I feel like you say that's everybody. Guys in the live chat. Yes. People who join live chats, you are America's backbone. Um. Well, I'm going to tell you, right? Have, have you guessed which movie we're doing today? <laughs> yeah. We are doing the campaign starring Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell, uh, a movie produced by Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. They got and Jay Roach. Jay Roach uh, directed and produced it. And he's done um, uh, I Austin recognize Powers. That okay. He's done a bunch of other. He's done a bunch of movies. Okay. Um, so check this out. We have, like we said, Jake Wilburn in the house, producer Phil in the house. I'm Jack, and we're going to talk about the campaign. But first, we you. want we want you to vote HMP as the number one podcast. No, never mind. Oh, I thought you had something no, you were going to pitch. I mean, they can review us on <laughs> iTunes. That's cool. Please, yeah, you do that. a review on iTunes. Five stars. Uh, rate and review five stars. Uh, tell a friend also. Seriously, tell a friend. It, you you would be surprised if you enjoy this and the silly commercials and just us having fun talking about a dumb movie. Maybe it's a movie you like. I could see someone saying the campaign is a great movie. If you, maybe it's that, you know, tell a friend about it. Uh, we uh, word of mouth is how things work. Whoever best. is at the very top of your contacts list right now in alphabetical order, text them and say, "Listen to the horror movie." Po-. Unless it's nine one one. That's don't do that one. <laughs> But but maybe they, that person in nine one one needs some fun over you know yeah maybe they're working overnights or hey, something we're tired like, yeah I can't I can't come to the phone right now I'm listening to the horror movie podcast <laughs> but my arm <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, Jake we we're talking about the campaign you yourself have been in a campaign 
as a candidate in an election. Yeah, I have I have run for office twice. We are now. I'll say this caveat. I've said this before. Uh, I have I have and Phil and Jake has as well a very no politics pledge. You don't want to hear my opinions or Phil's opinions or even Jake's opinions on politics. If we had a political show, we could do that. But this is a show about movies. I know, I know Jack's silly opinions, movies. and you don't want to hear Jack's You don't want to hear these opinions. Jake, tell us about your your run for office, political office twice. Right. So I, I first my first run was in 2012. I ran for state representative in the district where I live because I thought, okay, you know, start small. This is an area where I can actually travel to and meet people and whatever. Now, you're not currently running, though. No, no, no. This, this, is, this is all past tense. Correct. This is all past tense. He's not yeah, on yeah. this show pitching no, no, for no, you right. to vote for <laughs> no. him. That's not no, no, what no, we're no. This was in This was in 2012, and I'd never run for office before. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, I want to make things better, right? And so I did. And it, was a, it was a really terrible experience because – most of the voting public are imbeciles. Oh, and that's, a, I, I'm, that's they, all of our listeners. They, well, uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, well, uh, see ya. Okay, so here's we'll what I mean. So, so, let, so, and I'll say this, right? Because, uh, you know, when you're running as a state rep, it's like, okay, let's talk about infrastructure. Like you're talking about almost like like potholes in the road type issues, yeah. right? Well, what most people know these days, like you said, from listening to all the political shows, they know the national stuff, right? And so, as I would going to be talking to people, I would say, you know, hey, you know, uh, roads and bridges or healthcare or whatever, this thing, that thing. They'd be like, so what do you think about that old bummer guy? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do about Benghazi? And I'm like, uh, that's not really my, like, yeah. I'm not that. And it got to the point where I was just like, you know what, whatever you said, cool. Like, I'm down <laughs> with that. That's because it was just, you couldn't get anywhere. And it was really discouraging because people just really, and that's why I, part of this movie that I did like is... There's and and we'll get to it later when they do, do Rainbow Land. There's like there's a couple people that are voters in this that that's what you, that the movie's making fun of, and I'm like, yes, like that is so close they to just, the truth. They'll glom onto one idea, yes, and, just, and they just yeah, stick, yeah, and it sticks in their head. And um, so then in 2016, this is this is really interesting, folks. <laughs> yeah. So in 2016, I ran for lieutenant governor uh, of our state, but I did it. Because our lieutenant governor has almost no no duties whatsoever. He gets paid like eighty five grand a year. That's pretty good. And he has nothing to do. Wow. And so I was like, what a cake well, gig, man. Now, now in our state, he has one job. Okay, yeah. Well, and it is yeah. to <laughs> right. take over for the governor that they forced out of office or he resigned. Yeah, he resigned, yeah, but and that did happen, but um, but for in, seemingly decent reasons, right. by, for the record. Yeah, but in other states, the, there are other people like the Secretary of State or the President of the Senate. That uh, se- other states have functions in place that so they don't need a lieutenant governor because we've only had the last time this happened was the year two thousand. So in sixteen years, it's happened twice, and we've been paying this these people. Yes. For you know our last one, he was in office for twelve years and never wow. did. What a great never gig. had to do right exactly. So I went. Ugh, this is the this, this is, is awesome. So I government ran, pension yep. forever. He made so, a, he made a million dollars during that time. Is that what the math adds up to? I think yeah, so. And he has yeah. insurance for life. And yeah, yeah so he's good. so I'm like, what a sweet gig. I love uh, playing Tetris, and I but I just don't get enough practice in. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, I can if I win lieutenant governor, I can play Tetris all day every day on the state's dime. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And go compete in the you Tetris could put national together championship. A Tetris committee. So if I, you wanted to. I ran uh, essentially a satirical campaign, like most of my campaign materials had like a like a Nintendo me oh. in a suit, you know. Yeah. And so it was meant to be satire, but I could say anything I want to say because I was so jaded from that 2012 part. Yeah, but you knew. Yeah. And the thing is, like I did it in, a, in kind of it, it was very light humor, family friendly way, you know, and everybody thinks the other guy is the one that's dumb you know and so it's like i did it in a way where nobody felt like i was criticizing them directly and it was all you know family friendly type stuff above board but so voters could kind of poke fun at themselves and poke fun at the system poke fun at politicians but in a way that wasn't wasn't off-putting but kind of made everybody laugh at the system because the office i'm running for is one of the most pointless yeah offices that we have and i ran on the platform of abolishing it by using humor and i had a ton of fun doing that oh i had so much fun and uh, so I, I may do that again in 2020. I don't know, but um, do you have a percentage of the vote that you actually got? Oh my gosh, I don't think they have numbers that small. With that, I mean, how many decimal <laughs> points and votes, zeros though. do I need? Yeah, I got 88 votes. That's pretty good. 88 votes because I ran as a as a write-in candidate. Mm-hmm. So 
but it's I'm certified, which means that the votes counted. Like if you write in, really, you know, if I were to write in your name, Phil, it wouldn't count. Okay. So like I still had to follow all the campaign finance laws. Wow. I still had to do all the like all the legal stuff, um, but the write-in votes did count because I didn't want to be associated with any party yeah. because. No, no party wants to be. I mean, I'm making a fool of myself, essentially. So no one's going to back you, right? And that's okay. Why? Why would you give money to a person taking an office like this anyway? Which is kind of my, yeah, point, you know. Like, wow. Right. Well, on to our movie this week, the campaign. <laughs> this movie, the movie should have been perfect for you, Jake. I, um, yeah. So you uh, wanted to do this movie, and honestly, this is one of the uh, not maybe the highest of all time, but a higher uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating is a 65 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. This movie. Oh, we've done much higher than that. But, but I'm just saying. It's not like it's a universally like all negative. It's not like the gamer was really low, like twenty yeah. something percent or so whatever. Um, two, two out of three critics like this movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jake, are you ready for thirty second synopsis? As ready as I can Sir, be. If you can do better than I did in our pre our, our last last time you were on, which was uh, last week, uh, than my thirty second synopsis, which is actually rated in at the all time worst thirty second synopsis ever, ever. Here it is, thirty second synopsis. Uh, Jake Wilburn, the campaign, and activate. Congressman Cam Brady has been a uh, congressman for a long time, keeps running unopposed. He goes to run again, uh, but two very rich men want somebody that they can buy off, so they pick this guy out of obscurity through political connections, have him run against Cam Brady. Uh, he has no idea what he's doing. Cam Brady has no idea what he's doing, and the two imbeciles face <laughs> off for a congressional seat. I like it. Wow. Wow. Five seconds to spare. Great job. Uh, was it too fast? No. Okay. No. Again, you were concise. I left I out a... some details. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I will, uh, when we come back from our break, which we've got a little bit real quick before we go to break, but when we come back from our break, we'll talk about the uh, the deets of this movie. Uh, the director of this movie is Jay Roach, and Jay Roach has done uh, several pretty big movies. He's um, mostly a comedy guy? Yeah, he's. Predominantly a comedy guy. Um, I bet he's worked with these guys before. Dinner then. for Schmucks. Uh, he's the director of Austin Powers. Uh, all, all of them. Meet the Parents, he directed. Um, he's he, had some hits. Charlie Bartlett. Um, the Campaign. He's, he's kind of fight, faded off a little bit in recent years. Meet the Fockers, uh, he directed. So yeah. Anyway, he's done some big stuff. Um, and he directs this one with, um, you know, this movie was written uh, by uh, Adam, uh, I forget his name, Adam McKay, who Adam McKay has written a lot of stuff for uh, uh, Will Ferrell. It's kind of Will I was going to say, I bet he had Will Ferrell in mind when he was writing yeah, it. Yeah, and Will Ferrell fits into this role pretty well uh, because he's done it as, he was President Bush on Saturday Night Live a bunch, President George W. Bush. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. H.W. is the older one. This yeah. Yeah, his. This is basically Ricky Bobby runs for Congress. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk about that a little bit more. I'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in here. Uh, remember the Horror Movie Podcast. We've got Jake Wilburn in the house. We've got Phil, uh, producer Phil, and I'm Jack. And we're talking today about the campaign. Uh, it's a movie that stars Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. It's about. Two um, uh, congressmen running for, uh, people running for Congress. But let's tell you a little bit more about the details because it's time. It's time for some deets. The details of the movie. The campaign. They're, they're running for state Congress? They're uh, running for U.S. representative US, in North really? Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Which there is no 14th district of North Carolina, Probably which is what they're it. running for. But yeah, this doesn't, doesn't, doesn't exist. The campaign, directed by Jay Roach. We said uh, he's directed um, Austin Powers franchise, uh, some of the Meet the Falkers franchise, Meet the Meet the Parents stuff, um, a lot of stuff. Produced by Jay Roach, Adam McKay, who wrote Ron Burgundy, and the whole lot of Anchorman. Um, Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis get production credits as well. Screenplay by Chris Hinchy. And Sean Harwell, story by Adam McKay uh, and a couple other people, starring Will Ferrell, our friend Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis is in this, Catherine uh, Lanasa uh, is also in this, and um, Dylan McDermott, who plays uh, kind of a swarmy uh, campaign manager, 
John Lithgow and Dan Aykroyd, who play the Mach Brothers, which is a very close, very thinly veiled imitation of the Koch brothers. To the Koch brothers, K O C H brothers. Uh, Don't tell them I said their name because I don't want to get erased from (laughs) civilization. Um, uh, Seriously, don't. And then uh, Brian Cox plays uh, his dad, who uh, who plays Zach Galvanox's dad. Uh, let's see. Uh, August fourth, two thousand. Uh, rewind. August tenth, two thousand twelve was when this was released. A short running time of eighty five minutes, regular, and an extended cut. The Zack Snyder extended cut. <laughs> I'm just joking. Ninety six minutes, uh, and a uh, budget of ninety five million. Mm, only made one hundred four million. That's kind of that's that surprises but me. But it did make money. Well, a little bit. That's not very much. In Hollywood money, that's a big-time loss. I don't, I don't know if it is... Is it better? Because this is 2012, right? So they release it during a campaign year. Yeah. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Because, I mean, it draws attention to it. But, man, by the time you release this... I mean, what Did it say what month? What, what, August. They, August. Just so August, so just a couple months so before pre- the election? Yeah. It's like, man, are people just bleh by that point? Or, of all the campaigns? Yeah, stuff. it's like, so I don't know if that's a good time to do it or a bad Maybe time. Maybe you do it during the midterm. I mean, yeah, it's, I it's definitely on people's minds. I, sure. I think I think probably... At that point, people are wanting some levity Maybe. In, in the midst of Maybe. A, an otherwise ugly situation. But you got a lot of people in this it, movie. It, is are... it terrible that uh, I we have no politics pledge? But so I'm just making a general comment. Is it is it terrible that we as Americans loathe election season? Like it's it's something that we don't look forward I, to. I, I do it like this. I loathe commercials. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say this. Right. I, I'm saying all, almost all commercials. Yeah. I have a problem with to the point where my son now. He and I do the same thing when commercials come on, and we both go, <laughs> and that's the sound I make. Like someone's trying to sell me some sort of huck a chuck a junk, and he does it too. <laughs> and so my wife just rolls her eyes, like, "Oh my gosh, what am I?" Okay, I despise, and we all despise those campaign ads because it's always is literally like Jake Wilburn. <laughs> he tried to bite a cat's head off. <laughs> You shouldn't vote for him. You should vote for Phil Sosa. He saved the same cat from a tree. And then he delivered a basket of muffins to his grandma and your grandma and every grandma in America. Vote for Phil Sosa. Don't vote for Jake. Paid for by the supporters of Phil Sousa campaign. By the Sousa Super Pack. <laughs> I'm serious. And, yeah. and then they're like, why don't you trust politicians? Right. Yeah. And you're just like... <laughs> Maybe because your commercials make you look like a psycho, and, they, and they're all the same. Like there's a there's a guy I can't remember. It's like candidate McGee or something like I can't remember what his name is, but he's he's really funny, and he's like, and now the obligatory shot of me in a factory pointing at something. Oh, that's and oh. now me sitting on a park bench with an old lady, and now like all the it's all the same shots. What was over that and from? That's from again. a TV show. I don't. I'll send you the link to it. Portlandia, but man, I maybe. Remember, I said but, from some something but, like that. Yeah. It's this big, it's this big old yeah, guy. Bigger guy. Yeah, bigger guy. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm oh, just so like funny. everybody else. Yeah, I'm <laughs> right. So you, so you liked presidential elections before there was TV, is what you're saying? I, I but I will watch a debate. I have no problem with that. <laughs> That's kind of entertaining. Um, David in the live chat says uh, that he dislikes negative campaigning. Yeah, I, I feel like that I should just too. be outlawed. Like, don't talk about the other person. I mean, I guess you have to say what. Things you do, you say differently or believe differently. So, but so here's the problem: the slamming though, is, that is like yeah. pretty consistently because there have been people throughout the years who have said, "I'm not going to attack my opponent. I don't believe in negative campaigning. They don't win." Oh, really? They don't win because the other person's like, "Okay, cool. That's that's great. I'm going to keep attacking you." Yeah. And they yeah. never like to, you know. That's really sad. They don't. don't they don't def- win. They don't defend. Them, they don't defend themselves. Yeah. And it just becomes that. Um, it just becomes this downward spiral that. It's just weird. It's sad. But it's, I, hey, it's all, trust me, listen, it has always been that way. You want to yeah. do some fun Google searches, look up the things that were said about Abe Lincoln or the oh, things I that were know. said yeah. about, their language is somebody. so funny. It, the, when, you do it, when you see it now, it's just like, but, oh, but back then it was real, a big insult, you know? Every, yeah. All yeah. the insults, all the things that say, yeah. it's always been that way. And it will always be that way because humans at our core, mm-hmm. we just make, we have poor judgment and we, and we, it, it would be hard to run yeah. a clean campaign. A, a big difference, though, was back in the day, it was seen as beneath the candidate to actually go out and stump for himself. And so other 
surrogates and stuff would go out and do your stump speeches, but the candidate had to pretty much just stay at home. Sometimes they would like answer letters from newspapers and stuff, like answer questions directly, but you would never see them in public stumping for themselves. Wow. That's a pretty new American invent. Yeah. Once mass media came out, that kind of changed, but. Well, and that's part of our problem too, with mass media. Right. So So, a good telegram or and a good, the telegraph and the telegram, it's hard to. Do anything negative over Telegraph. So bringing this back to the campaign. What What did he say about me? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> what was that? Two long beeps or oh one short beep? Oh my gosh! Beep. <laughs> oh my oh gosh! My. I do declare! I do declare! <laughs> I do declare! I don't know why he's turned into a Southern Colonel. <laughs> oh, I do declare! Uh, uh, to bring this back to the movie at hand, the campaign starring. Uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Um, it, was there negative campaigning in this oh, movie? Oh, yes. That's what the whole movie's about. Oh, really? Is it? About. Let's it's okay. talk it's about, about how it gets nasty. Let's talk yeah. about the plot of this movie. We've got a Democratic candidate named Cam Brady, which sounds like a quarterback for the New England Patriots. Um, it's, and that's, Cam, it's Cam Newton and... and yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Come on. I almost said Wayne Brady. Cam Brady. <laughs> Cam Brady is Will Ferrell. He has ran unopposed... Uh, he's w- working on he's trying to get elected for his fifth term running unopposed. No no one running against him in this 14th district of North Carolina, fictional four, 14th district. Um, his, uh, his campaign has problems because he is a very flawed individual. Phil, I'm going to skirt around this uh, much like he did. Uh, we're going to skirt around this. He <laughs> has got some major issues. This movie is rated R. Is it really? Yes. Oh, it's... Four, back to back weeks for a reason. We've yeah. got to go Fern Gully next week. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is we're, we're going. We're going Fern Gully or yeah. Land, Land, Beh- Land Before Time three next week. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. This folks. one's not a. It's not as bad as, as, as gamer hard, was. Hard yeah. as gamer, but it's it earns its R rating. Well, I'm sorry, folks. I I don't mean to do so many movies that you can't watch with your fam. So, like I said, we'll rip on one of your fa- family favorite movies next week. What? Um. So, Cam Brady uh, runs unopposed. People are starting to sour on him because he has so many issues uh, outside of just his life um he's not a very faithful man if i'll say that he is married with with a kid two two kids two kids and um not very faithful and his wife knows this she's yes. only with him because she wants to be second lady yeah she she's wants hoping to rise that he'll be to vp top. one day she wants to be vp that's all she cares about um these br- businessmen uh the the Mach brothers which again Glenn and Wade, and they're played by Dan Aykroyd and John Lithgow, which is perfect for that role. Um, they uh, talk Marty Huggins, who is Zach Galifianakis, who is who is Zach Galifianakis in about every role he's ever played. I mean, he <laughs> he doesn't stray too far from his roles. Now, he in, in years recent years, I'm going to say this. I'm not trying to sound negative or anything like that. He has cut a lot of weight, and he's just got a different. He's got a little different vibe going on now. Like just as him as an actor, it's different. Anyway, but he is in full swing here. He's got this little mustache thing going on. It's kind of funny. And then he, um, uh, they talk him because his dad, played by, who did I say, Brian Cox, um, and these Mach brothers are friends. They talk him into running, I think as a Republican, yes. in the 14th district. As a, basically opposing. as a puppet. Like, they don't care what he believes in. They just think that he's an idiot that can be manipulated. They want something called insourcing. And so they want to move Chinese factories with Chinese employees into North Carolina to pay them 50, basically move sweatshop, Chinese sweatshops onto American territory. And they need a congressman who's going to go along with that. And Cam Brady probably would have, but he has too much, like his personal stuff is, is becoming too much. So they're going to try to run someone else. They can run. Right. And so is Galifianakis the bad guy? No, no, no. Or are these guys behind him? Again? He, is he the, doesn't know what's going no, on. No, he is He's clueless. He is okay. beyond clueless. He doesn't like, know that. So the people behind him are the bad he guy? He is Ned Flanders. Okay. A yeah, clueless Ned, uh, yeah. Somehow a clueless it, Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders versus Ricky Bobby. Who are you going to vote for? Yeah. That's just, that's <laughs> what this movie is. So um, he, um, he gets drawn into this whole uh, campaign life. Uh, he tries to run a clean, clean thing. They have a um, Dylan McDermott comes in as his campaign manager. He is very uh, attacking, and but he uh, tries to streamline Zach Galifianakis's life. Um, gives him has him have a makeover. Gives him a political persona. Yeah, gives yeah, him, yeah. gets a persona. Uh, writes all his speeches. 
Uh, his wife gets a little bit of a makeover. His kids get a little bit of a makeover. They get rid of their. He has two pug. No, they're pugs. He has two pugs. Yeah, two pugs. And they get rid of the pugs and give him a, a golden retriever and a <laughs> and a black lab. Right. Because those are the most. Uh, they pull well. They pull well. These right. dogs pull well. As opposed to these pugs, because they're foreign. They're Chinese dogs. He says that too. They <laughs> That's say brought that too. up several times. That That's why like they're Chinese dogs. Yeah, not trust these dogs. Um, so um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, Cam goes on the smear campaign once he once Zach Galifianakis gets into the race and uh, accuses him of being. Uh, he has a mustache. You know who else has a mustache? Al Qaeda has a mustache, <laughs> and uh, it's this whole thing. It's this whole thing. Uh, Where was he on 9-11? Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, then Cam Cam gets in some more trouble with somebody else on the campaign. Another lady he gets in trouble with. Oh, actually, before that, though, they have a debate. They have a debate. Uh, they argue into the hallway. They're pushing, shoving. They see a baby in the distance. Uh, Cam, uh, Cam and him both look at this baby and go, That's my baby. I got to kiss that baby. So they run up to the baby and pushing, shoving, and... Uh, Zach Galifianakis shoves Will Ferrell a little bit. Will turns to punch <coughs> Zach Galifianakis' character and then ends up missing and punching the baby. Yes, so, yes folks, you heard me right. So uh, can I rewind to the debate just a little bit? Yep. Okay. So wh- this was probably, the to me, the funniest scene in the movie where he tries to Ned Flanders. I, I'm just going to call him that because that's perfect. Yes. Yeah, Huggins. <laughs> he, tries to, he tries to trash talk because they're like, he's like, all right, all right, go give him some trash talk. So they, they're shaking hands, the clouds clapping and stuff. And so they're like whispering to each other's ear. And he's like, I hope your balloon's about to, to pop because it's filled with your own butt toots. And he's like, are you, are you trying to, tr- you have no idea how to trash talk, do you? And he just lays on like, Something these horrible. horrible insults. And, horrible. And, oh, it's so, it's not that the insults are funny, but just the disproportionate of like, and he's like, okay, I'm good. I want to debate. And he's like, no, 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 come here. Come closer. And I was like, oh, it's, yeah. I loved that scene. It was pretty it was good. So it funny. was pretty funny. Uh, so they, um, then uh, they he punches the baby uh, and his campaign just starts to really fall apart then. But Marty starts to clue in that he's being kind of manipulated a little bit. Oh, by the way, um, Phil, I know. I, do you watch Seinfeld, uh, Jake? No, sorry. Okay, Phil does. The, the campaign manager on this campaign is named Tim Watley. Oh, really? And I found that really weird because on Seinfeld, uh, Brian Crankston's character, uh-huh. when he's on there, is named Tim Watley. He's a dentist. Yeah. Wow. And that oh, was just really weird that, that they be, called him. That, that can be on purpose. Yeah, right? it has to be. I mean, it has to be real life. So. Wow. I don't know why. I'm crazy. And I'm looking for the, anything that explains why he's named Tim Wiley, but he's not. There's no, there's no, you know, explanation of why they named him Tim Wiley. Anyway, weird. So, um, they, um, the campaign manager is pushing him more in the direction of more negative. He's kind of buying into it. His wife feels neglected, uh, and so she's, you know, he's not as home. He's not homeless as much as he was. Uh, oh, by the way, he was a tour manager for the little town Hammond that they live in. Mm-hmm. He and loves he, his small town. Yeah, he loves his small and, town. And he, he wants to run for office to help his, yes, help his town. Yes, small town. So he has legitimate reasons to want to be uh, you know, on the campaign tour. And he, um, he, but he has a tour, this like trolley tour thing on this. <laughs> it's a fake trolley, but it, it's got, you know, tires. And it, and he goes around and does the, uh, and over here on the left is the courthouse and blah, blah, blah. One of those numbers that's very low attended. They show him at the very beginning of the movie doing that. That's really what he did beforehand. I don't know what it, what his real job in town was. but I think that was it. So he um, then, uh, negative negative stuff. Um, he, invites Cam, he invites Cam over to try to clear the air. He ends up uh, supplying Cam with a bunch of Alcohol. Alcohol. He gets in the car. He gets in his own car and drives away. Gets pulled over. There's a bunch of hilarious scenes in this movie of him, of uh, Cam. There's one where he gets bit by a snake at this. Uh, it's like a, not a fundamentalist church, but it's like a a church that where they have snakes. Yeah. What? As part of their worship experience. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a snake that found its way into the church or something. No, no, no. no, no. They're they're showing they're snake handlers in a church. Okay, to show their faith of, in God. Yeah, yeah. And so he's there trying to 
Trying he, to win at, their, one, he, at one of the debates, he tries to make Will Ferrell's character say the Lord's Prayer, and he doesn't know it, and so like his campaign manager's in the back try, trying to sign it, like to, <laughs> and he he completely screws it up, and he's like, "All right, you want a holy war?" Because yeah. then so then they have to prove their religiosity, and so there's all these church scenes after that. And Jason Sudeikis is Will Ferrell's campaign manager. I liked his character. In this. He was good. he was like the only. I felt like the only like saint, like real, the most real person in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing had a little bit of a black sheep. You ever seen Black Sheep with, with uh, Chris Farley? He runs for office, or his brother runs for office. Anyway, him and David Spade are, are in it together. Anyway, there's a very black sheep uh, feel to this movie at times. Um, so they um kind of get get on uh, do this. He gets arrested at one point because of the driving while intoxicated the, he steals a police car and drives away it's one of those where because he thinks he can get away with anything essentially he tries to bribe the police officer with like a hundred dollar bill out the window because he's like you know who i am and then he yeah he's got some personal problems obviously. it goes further <laughs> down the down the spiral eventually they both kind of come to realization well marty does that he's being used by the Mach brothers um cam is cam and he's kind of clueless uh they have their election uh oh actually before that marty is being negative and he ends up shooting cam in the woods on a uh, hunting trip yeah because that was after so in one of the campaign ads they do a hidden camera and he gets cam brady's son to call him dad he's like your dad hasn't really been there for you has he no you can call me dad if you want to (laughs) and so this puts cam brady just like in this rage essentially like and he's he really unleashes and does whatever. So he uh, goes over to his house and spends an evening with his wife and as in revenge and puts that in a campaign ad. And so, like, it's really, like, by this point, it's really on between the two of them. Yeah, not good. Right. Not good at all. No. Um, so they go on a hunting trip. Uh, Marty just walks out and shoots Z- him. Zach Goldman shoots him. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was right after that happened, so he just walks out and like yeah. blows him in the leg. Yeah, so they're really fighting back and forth. Right. Anyway, when we come back, we'll finish this off and we'll talk a little bit more with Jake Wilburn, and uh, we will be right back. Yeah, we're back, uh, folks. Again, we're a horror movie podcast. We're talking to Jake Wilburn and Phil, uh, producer Phil, about um, the campaign, starring Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Uh, we talked about this. Um, they've they've started their negative campaigning before we went to break, and they've uh, they're finishing it off by uh, shooting one of them getting <laughs> shot in the leg. one of them getting shot on in a, a hunting, hunting trip accident accident right. Um, so then they um, they end up having the election, correct? Yeah. And Cam ends up winning, right? Yeah, he initially uh, wins the election, and, and it's very heavily implied because the Mach brothers are the ones who supply the voting machines. Oh, okay. and they there's a there was a twist where you know they explained to Ned Flanders, "Hey, we want to set up these Chinese <laughs> factories," yeah. and he's like, "Wait a second, I just wanted to help the people." Blah, blah, blah. And, and so he essentially refuses to go along with it. Yeah. So they turn on him at the last minute and support Cam Brady instead, and it it looks like. Ned Flanders would have won, but he doesn't. So yeah. then Cam Brady gets up there and then has this con- has this conviction, you know, that he hasn't been a good person. And Zach Galifianakis' character. Ned yeah, sorry. I, just, I love it. He is. He's I very, mean, that, he is that very is, Ned is, Flanders. Yeah, he's very, yeah. And uh, so then he gets up there has, and looks at everybody in the audience, has this change of heart because, you know, he's not been a very good Congress person. He's not been a good person. He then concedes the election. Uh, and says, you know what, I'm I'm withdrawing. Uh, therefore, you now have Congressman Marty Huggins, which, by the way, it does not work that way. Fact check. No, but no. but in the <laughs> movie, he then then Marty Huggins becomes the congressperson, and the uh, Mach brothers end up in a post credit scene. I think they go to jail or something, but they they are on trial in Congress and and whatever. But he ends up so the uh, the Republican wins. But Cam uh, gets appointed by Marty. To be his chief of staff? Yes, that's right. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, his chief of staff. And then the Mosh Brothers, uh, I guess then they have a six-month-later situation uh, where they're uh, in trouble. They get arrested yep. because Tim Watley was a uh, a uh, international fugitive. 
So that's what this uh, my uh, notes say here. So good times. There it is. The campaign. Yeah. Uh, what are the goods? So there were. I, okay. So big disclaimer here. I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. Okay. Like hardly at all. Like I I enjoyed Elf. Uh, some of his you know Saturday Night Live stuff, Cowbell. Uh huh. But. I don't like most of his movie. He, I feel like he's the same character most of the time. Oh, yeah. Most of his humor, I think, is just like like in the, the snake scene where he just starts yelling all these obscenities and right. whatever, and he's like rolling around in the mud. Yeah, and, that's shit, and I'm yeah. like, that's the, it's the same thing from old school. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, it's, this, it's all the same stuff, and I didn't find it really that funny the first time, not finding it funny now. I don't really like Zach Galifianakis either. I don't think that just when – because you add a lisp to a character – it doesn't all of a sudden make you funny. Yeah. But so going into it, I was not, my hopes were not high just because I'm not a big fan of those two guys. But some of the situational humor, uh, especially being that I'm pretty deep into politics, like was really funny. Like there was a scene in one of the debates where he brings out this book that he wrote when he was eight called Rainbow Land. Yes. And, you know, okay. and he like, oh, yeah, Cam Brady thinks that everybody should have free gold because he finds, go- he writes a little kid's book about you know some finding gold at the end of the rainbow and sharing it with everybody yes. so he's talking about wealth redistribution and this, I'm talking about, yeah, this guy about jumps being... up from the audience and is like i do not want to live in rainbow land and you can't make me and i'm like yes that guy yeah that guy votes there he well, is people just, yeah, people just react right. i thought react. that was funny and like the scene where the in the first debate where the podium is like way too you know they make his like yes three or four times larger yes you know to embarrass him and everybody laughs at him which also, that's something that in presidential debates and most debates that that's agreed to beforehand. You can't do that kind of stuff. But uh, I stuff like that I thought was was really good. There's um, the dinner table scene where he asks his kids to confess about their yes. stuff. That one was I, – I, I also don't like a lot of dirty humor, a lot of overuse of the F word and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, that one caught me off guard enough. That it was funny. So he's like, I want to make my farts glow. Yeah. You know, so like, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> that reminded me a lot of. And his reaction. Yeah, that reminded me a lot of uh, Ricky Bobby. It, again, yeah, a lot of the same humor. Now, the dinner table scene on the other side with Will Ferrell, where they're listening to the rap music and stuff. And it's, yeah. I didn't think that was, I didn't appreciate that. And um, I just, some of it was just, just a little too on the R side, man. Just a little too vulgar. But there was also some little things like, hey, did you see their American flag pins were mm-hmm. like almost as big as their shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> like as time went on, um, the baby punching thing was a in angle. I like how they used real newscasters. I know a lot of movies do oh, this, yeah. but and like Wolf Blitzer and Pierce Morgan, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Bill, well, Bill Maurer, I don't know if yeah. he's a, a newscaster, but Chris Matthews, Dennis Miller, Lawrence O'Donnell, yeah. which I don't know him, Joe Scarsborough. Uh, and then um, several others. Yeah, and they, you know, there was some funny stuff. Really, guys? Some Sorry. of the good satire where he's like, Jesus Christ is the greatest American that ever lived. You know, and everybody's like, yeah! <laughs> stuff like that where I feel like, man, that's just so, that's just a hair away from what somebody <laughs> would actually say. It also, be, for being a political movie, I didn't feel like I was being preached at. I didn't feel like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, this, no... this movie didn't go, you know, too far in any one direction. They were direction. not trying to teach you a lesson. That's right. There was and, no and lesson. for that, I can. This could have really beat us over the head with some with something. Some and yeah. okay, fine. Rich, there's two rich guys trying to influence an election. That's a pre, like everybody pretty much understands. Like yeah, that's, that's a thing. Yeah, there's something right. There, yeah. So, but it didn't it didn't preach at me. And so, what humor was there that I could appreciate? I felt like I could just sit back and appreciate it right. and not have to be like, okay, what's this about? Yeah. So that that I liked. It's cool. I enjoyed uh, some of the comedy. I've just seen this formula so many times. Right. And I think that's what probably makes it um, as horrible as I can make it um, was that it just was, it's that same, it's that same formula. And if you like that formula, and if you really like Will Ferrell and you really like Zach Galifianakis, you're probably really going to enjoy watching some of this stuff. Um, when I first saw this movie, I thought, okay, I've kind of seen this song and dance so many times yeah. now, uh, whether it's in old school or whether it's in, uh, the hangover or any of the movies that, uh, these guys have done. I, um, I, I thought it was a new movie, uh, same story. Right. Ricky, Ricky Bobby versus Ned Flanders <laughs> run for Congress. What's your rating on this movie? One horrible to five horribles. Hmm. 
I would I would probably watch it again with somebody. I, I could probably stand to, to watch it again. Um, five is the worst, right? Five is horrible, horrible, yeah. 2.5 or 3. 2. Yeah, maybe 2.5. It was it had some I would probably laugh at the same scenes again that I laughed at the first time. Okay. And there was some really clever situational humor. Yeah. And I could just zone out during some of the really stupid Will Ferrell parts. I'm going to give it a 2. Which is still bad to me. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I I had just seen a lot of this before. Um well, let's do this. Let's talk about um, let's talk about in general. You said it about Zach Galifianakis. Is there one movie of his that you actually do kind of like at all? So I have not, not that I can think of. I've never watched one all the way through. Ever, ever. Wow. Because there is just there's e- even like when I, I saw a preview for like um what's that what's that it's a fantasy movie Oprah's in it. Uh, it's based off of like a really famous kids book. Um, oh, say, it, say it again. Oh, uh, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. And I saw his character in it, you know, during the previews, and he has a little thing where he tries to be funny, and I'm just like, nope. I mean, it's just in. I just nothing about the characters that he normally plays appeals to me, and so I've kind of you know at a friend's house and like kind of come in and out of one of his movies, and I'm like, I have. There's no reason I'm not gonna. Okay. I just don't like. His what's style of humor? What's Will Ferrell's best work? Um, so I I liked Elf. Uh, I also he Do has. You a, watch Elf every Christmas? Mm, I wouldn't probably. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. on TV too. Yeah. So you end up. Uh, he had a movie called Stranger Than Fiction. Yes. Where it was not a comedy. Yeah, I remember this. And I really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like, okay, he can do more serious stuff. Yeah. That's probably not his moneymaker. Yeah. So that's why he's not doing it. But uh, really liked it, and I really, and maybe just because of the age I was and the nostalgia and the quotability, I love Night at the Roxbury. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, that movie's so stupid. But Did, it, have you watched it recently? Uh, No, no. I bet it doesn't hold up You don't all. think so? I bet it holds up zero. I don't know, because, I mean, that was a movie that me and my brother watched. I mean, we had to watch it like 25 times together. And we would just quote it all the time. Now, again, I was like a teenager, you know. So, yeah, it may not hold up, but I have a lot of nostalgic, good, you know, thoughts and memories about that one. That one. Yeah. Um, Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live, I love. I did, um, too. I, I love, uh, you know, my favorite thing he does was actually, and it's only, I, only, I can only think of two or three skits he did it in, Robert Goulet is uh, <laughs> a crooner. Yeah, really good. Uh, and he does... Uh, Robert Goulet on a couple things where he does Robert Goulet's uh, dance part. Uh, uh, Robert Goulet sings the hits and he sings like <laughs> modern songs. Mm-hmm. And then he sings, and then he's, there's one where Robert Goulet does a musical. And I like, I like, um, I, when I say this, I'm not trying to be uh, negative toward musicals because I like musicals. I like making fun of musicals mm-hmm. and making up fake musicals. And Robert Goulet did a musical on there called Robert Goulet Presents. Red Ships of Spain, and it was just like Robert Goulet's like singing. And I remember, th- I just when I first saw it, I was like, "This is really like it was like really funny to me." Like it was, it hit a a very tight, narrow window of of funny that I that I appreciated. Um, he does a great George Bush. He does do a great George Bush. Yep. I feel like he was doing that impression sometimes in this movie. Yeah. Well, right. Because I mean, he's. He's Will Ferrell, of course, and he's being a politician. And yeah, there was a little bit of all of that mixed up in that character. Yeah, he, he kind of has that accent, right? Yeah, he has it because he's from North Carolina, and so he, okay. he, it's yeah, it's there's not a lot of distinction, I think, between his George Bush Texas accent and his oh, North, yeah, North yeah, Carolina yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Brady. Right, they're very yeah. similar in this, and and a lot of it's the same. And stuff, Ricky like, Bobby. And Ricky Bobby. Yeah, and Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he would be like just hearing him say stuff where he would be like America. Jesus, freedom, and it's just—it does. It sounds exactly like what yeah. George Bush would say, and he's like, "I don't know what any of that means, but the crowd sure loves it." <laughs> so I, uh, um, my favorite of his probably from SNL was um, Alex Trebek. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yes, uh, celebrity, celebrity Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yes. Is so good. You're right. You're really right. funny. But the, even then, he, on he's that, on he that, plays that, a perfect Trebek man. Um, even on that, <laughs> uh, 
not Tom Selleck, Burt Reynolds, uh, Norm Macdonald was Burt Reynolds on that. So good. Together, like it's just, yeah. that stuff's so funny to me. Yeah. So good. Um, Will Ferrell, though, uh, have you ever, there's a video on YouTube, and we're not going to watch it right now, but there's a video on YouTube of, uh, well, I say that, it was on Jimmy Fallon. So it was Will Ferrell in a drum off with Chad Smith. Oh, yeah. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Who, by the way, folks, Google Chad Smith, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Google Will Ferrell, and those two dudes look a lot alike. <laughs> like, a lot alike. It's very weird. And they're both kind of tall. One of them is an excellent drummer. And one of them is not, because the Will Ferrell one, <laughs> it's so funny, because he's playing, and he's like, he's just like, obviously, lip sync playing with the drums, like fake playing with the drums. Anyway. So, Will Ferrell, uh, they were going to make a movie about Reagan where Ray, but like making fun of his Alzheimer's and basically uh, implying that he was starting to have dementia, you know, during the last, his last days in the white house. Right. And it, but it was going to be a comedy making basically him kind of bumbling through the white house and forgetting stuff and whatever. Will Ferrell was going to star as Reagan. It got a lot of negative pushback. Yeah. I think deservedly so. Yeah. Making, I mean, I you know, feel like that's kind of like kind of distasteful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so, you, but it's yeah. just to me, I, I look at stuff like that and I'm like, you know, with Will Ferrell, there's like nothing that's off limits and you know he's right. just yeah he's i think he's offensive and i feel but, like uh, not that i'm not i'm not being all snowflake here but like he is just it's like come on man like why you know and yeah well and i think that that comes from that same spirit that that idea comes from that same spirit of you know on saturday, saturday night live in the 70s um gerald ford they considered him to be kind of clumsy and yep. this and that they made fun of and him chevy a lot chase yeah. got made chevy chase did Gerald Ford impression where he seemed clueless and hapless and falling over himself and blah, 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 blah. Well, so and, and Chevy I think Chase that said that, he was way behind. Like, he wanted Carter to win. Like, he was way behind Carter, who was running against Ford. Chevy Chase has said that his intention was to, as best as he could as a comedian, to swing the election because he really wanted Carter to win. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I um, I definitely, uh, I would say that I'm definitely a, I would say I'm definitely a Will Ferrell fan, but over time, it becomes the same kind of shtick over and over. And in the live chat, I know uh, Sydney had mentioned, or no, no, David had mentioned that uh, is this? It sounds like this is uh, Daddy. Daddy's home goes to Washington, which is actually <laughs> a pretty good. Uh, he also agrees with phone. me about Night at the Roxbury. So that's yeah. good. Man, I want. I'm gonna hear. I'm playing that song tonight. I'm, before uh, I go to bed, I'm playing it. Jasmine in live chat wanted to know if uh, this movie made any of us want to. Uh, have a beverage <laughs> and vibe. It did not, but it did no, make, it, didn't. it did. The campaign trail did make Will Ferrell's character do that a lot in the movie. So, <laughs> um, anyway, well, Jake, what have you been into lately? Uh, man, I've, I've had a lot going on. You know, I, I work on my blog. Uh, I, and speaking of politics, I do a weekly political segment uh for krms radio in osage beach missouri it's a town in central missouri and so uh they invite me on once a week to kind of talk about some issues going on throughout the state i kind of do i like lost and found type stuff uh so i did like we had a couple things that made the ballot for november you know we've got like a marijuana thing coming up and we've got a couple other things coming up so I like did a thing on like the stuff that didn't make it on the ballot, like that people tried to some of the, there's some weird stuff oh, that people oh, is that public record yeah it's public record of like people that have started petitions to get signed to get something on the ballot, but it didn't get enough signatures, um, and so there there's some kind of stuff you've probably heard of before, but then there's also stuff that you're like what you know, and so that I enjoy bringing stuff like that to light that isn't what's the craziest thing that someone tried to push through. Um, somebody wanted to release, um, all inmates who <laughs> from prison, no matter what else you had done, if one of your charges was marijuana related, wow. but wow. it doesn't matter what, like, as long as you had a marijuana charge, that and everything else was forgiven and you could get out of prison. Wow. So you could have killed five people. Yep. And, and According to the language of the petition, wow. Yes, that was one of the that was one of the weirder ones. So yeah, there was all kinds. I mean, but then there's there's a lot of stuff that's in the weeds that is weird, but like no one really cares about or understand. You know, it's just like weird yeah. little regulation type stuff. Yeah, um, but that that was probably the most like extreme. And there's always the same stuff like Medicaid. You know, Medicaid for all was in there, and yeah. the uh, getting rid of the electoral college was in there, stuff like that. So. Um, 
we I like to bring or sometimes a politician will say something like a public hearing and it doesn't make the news and I'll be like, hey, did you hear about what the, this thing and and kind of dig into that? So I think it's fun. It's a it's fun little fun, yeah. little fifteen minute segment. Trying to get my feet wet. I've got some. Um, I'm not really ready to kind of announce anything, but I've kind of got some some plans going on. Uh, start kind of doing my own thing and That's doing cool. for some lighthearted, more lighthearted uh, polit- political entertainment. Yeah. So I think I found I think my that's little a, niche a need. There. I think it's a need right yeah. now. Yep. In the uh, landscape that we're all dealing with, with just beating be, being beaten over the brow uh, by our daily the yeah. daily. I almost say the daily news. I'm not meaning to attack journalists. I'm not right. saying that. I'm just saying like I feel like every day there's something more brutal that we get to listen to or hear about. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Jake, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I love being we, here, man. Thanks that's for having a marathon, me. On. Marathon episode two in a row, back to back. Psh, psh. A two pack of Jake. <laughs> psh, psh. All right. Thanks, Phil. Follow us on Twitter at One Horrible Movie and uh, check us out. See you soon. Bye bye. Anyway, um, Jake, seriously, great job. Dude, I love doing this. You're is rock. so much fun. You rock. It's always fun when you're on. I would do it. I would do this every week if I had the time. And if you guys <laughs> wanted me on every week and yeah. had room for me, and I, I, if I can do it, and you want me, I you're will. Do, I welcome. love doing it. You're it's, always welcome. It's so Good much time. fun. We won't do two every week. Actually, I mean, this actually kind of just because it's so. I mean, how long have we been trying to get together? Well, that's what, that was that was the thing about it too. We've been trying to get together for, uh, uh trying to get together for. A month, two months, two yeah, months. Yeah, and so that, now. so honestly, like I know it is kind of a marathon, but if this actually might work out a little bit better, don't to turn do. that off yet. Feel me? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, live chat folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate you, uh, and uh, seriously, made it a lot of fun tonight. Um, chat was awesome tonight. Yeah, it was. No, it was so good. They were really tonight. active. Thanks, guys. And uh, it makes it so much just so it's even better, even da- better. David Stotzman, if I ever get in trouble, I'm stealing your name, buddy. <laughs> It's gonna be my that, alias. That, that sounded strangely like identity theft, but stealing his name. No, don't do that. I <laughs> no, I'll have a. Di- I'll, I have, like I'll have my own social security Daveed, number, date of birth. I, I think Daveed, I just want the name. I think David. Uh, I think he would go if you tried that. I think he would go uh, Liam Neeson from Taken. I think on so. You. There's probably. I think, has, I think David has a if certain. If we Facebooked it, I'll bet you. I'll bet you there's probably at least six David Stotzmans out there. I think it's Stoltzman though. Still, either way, David however Stoltzman. it's pronounced, like you can say a better I'm, name. Hey, David, I'm, if I'm screwing up your name, partner, I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to, but I, either way, I like it. All right, so uh, David, Jasmine, uh, Sydney, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Anybody else? Anybody else is listening in? Uh, you mean you're awesome, and uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back uh, with more coming soon. Not three in a row, though. So, anyway. Alrighty. Thanks, Later. y'all. Bye. Later, y'all. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.